Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to Todd Duncan TV. We're at episode 58. Thank you for watching our weekly videos, and thank you for sharing, which you can forward any of these to any of the people that you love and you want them to win in the marketplace. And uh, we sure are grateful for the opportunity to get uh, you know, a small, small snippet of your week each week to help you uh, be the best that you can be in the marketplace. We're in the middle of this series that is about the habits of the top 10% of performers. And each week what I'm doing is I'm unveiling one of these habits and spending seven or eight minutes on the habit to help you understand the essence of that habit and then go out and do something with it. So our third habit has to do with the fact that all high performers are strategic interviewers and then linked right up to that is they are active listeners. Okay, so there's two things really that kind of go into this habit. And one is the idea of, of do you really think about the power of your questions? I, uh, I have a thought that, that I believe in to the depths of my soul and that thought is a great question is the most powerful force in any conversation, in any communication. And we don't do a good enough job thinking through what questions am I going to ask? Why am I going to ask those questions? And what is my intent in hearing and receiving an answer from that question? So that's one part of this this particular habit. The other part of this habit is becoming an active listener. And I'll tell you right now that you without probably me guessing too much, have heard that in your career. Uh, I think I could probably be fairly certain that you have heard people that are mentors, managers, colleagues of of yours tell you that you've got to be a great listener. But I personally believe that active listening is one of the hardest things in the world, particularly for salespeople. And the reason why it's particularly hard for salespeople is because salespeople love to promote and they love to talk and they love to solve, and they are active that way, which is actually the opposite way to create a sense of bond and a sense of connection. So Ernest Hemingway said, uh, he said, I like to listen. He said, I've learned a great deal from listening carefully. Most people never listen. And my thought around this idea of active listening is you need to think about active And you need to understand that listening is to provide an action, an action that you should take. And if you don't understand that that active listening is to listen with an idea towards action, then you miss the opportunity to solve. So I think what's really important is to, you know, understand that the, the value of being in the selling business or the solution business is that your solution should be custom tailored for your client's needs. And if you're not asking strategic questions, 
and you're not actively listening for opportunities, then any solution you offer is probably random. It probably isn't lasered in. Therefore, then there's probably not a real receptivity around the solution. It can even get to the point where uh, the, the, the prospect or the client might not even think that you've actually heard what they've had to say. So this, I believe that this particular habit is the mother load of all habits. I, I you know, I remember in um, some of the, the early years of, of coming up with the, the high trust methodology, I had a chance to work with Dr. Stephen Covey. Dr. Stephen Covey is the, the force behind probably one of the best-selling personal development books in the history of books called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And habit number four, I'll never forget, habit number four is the habit of seek first to understand before you try to be understood. And that's really the art of being a high performer. It's asking strategic questions and then it's actively listening. So what's an example of a strategic question? A strategic question could sound something along these lines. If you were to look at your business in the next 24 months, what would you say the top two or three opportunities are for you? How are you doing in those areas? And how could I help? That's a strategic question because it's a question about the future. It's a question about what they want to do. It's a question about where they are. And it's a commitment for you wanting to offer help. Here's another way to ask a strategic question. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being absolute best, how is your business plan working year to date? What changes would you make? And how can I help you execute those changes? That is a strategic question. If I'm talking you know, with a, a borrower about financing, I can say we can approach our conversation probably from three different angles. One angle is to focus on interest rates. The other is to focus on payments. And the other is to focus on, focus on the lowest cost of borrowing money over time. Which direction would you like to go? And why is that important to you? That's an example of a strategic question. And so one of the things that I think is, is really important about this, this idea is we don't want to just ask because somebody told us in a seminar, ask questions. We want to really, really deepen our understanding. I'll give you another example. So when I say to um, maybe a real estate agent in an interview with this person trying to discover our high trust opportunities, I could, I could ask, you know, during a transaction with a mortgage lender, what's important to you during that transaction from a service standpoint? And let's say they say communication. That strategic question gave you something very important. For them, communication is something they place great value on. But we're not strategic yet. So now what I want to do differently than any other comp, 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 competitor or competition that I might have out there is I want to layer that in. So I could say something like communication means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Help me understand how you, do, you define great communication. And that's a strategic question, right? And so whatever answers I start to get, those answers equip me to be more laser focused in my solution. For example, if this person says, well, one thing that is important to me is that my phone calls get returned. Well, you now know something that is hopefully obvious to any salesperson, right? You better return phone calls. But remember last week I talked about stress and controlling stress. 
Well, most people, if they don't do what I'm about to do, would think that when somebody calls in, I got to call them back. You're kind of a on-demand salesperson instead of a in-demand salesperson. So when I'm back at that strategic interviewing and uh, I hear communication and I hear return phone calls, I'll go a little bit deeper. In what time frame would you say returning a phone call is acceptable to you? I'll always try to do it my, my fastest and my best, but what would you define as a good parameter for that? And if this person says, you know, usually an hour is probably great, now you know. Now you know that your solution is around making sure that you give him or her confidence that you will always, or somebody from your team, will always return phone calls in an hour or less. Now this unleashes another point, and that point is, if I know she wants it in an hour or less, the faster I do it, the more blown away she will be, or he will be, about my service solution. So I could hear an hour, but now on every phone call, my team and I want to commit to returning those calls in, in 16 minutes or 19 minutes or whatever the number might be, right? So strategic interviewing and active listening is, is unbelievably important. In fact, I think it's the accelerant. I think it's the kind of the, uh, the jet fuel, if you will, that will make all your relationships work better. And let's face it, in the world of sameness that, that we see most salespeople in, if you're actively deepening relationship by getting strategic with your questions and then really actively listening for where you can meet people and exceed what their expectations are, hands down, you're on the right track. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the High Trust Today podcast. If you want to make this year your best year ever, double, triple, or even quadruple your volume and performance, then I want you to click the link for your ticket to Sales Mastery in the show notes to find out how you can make more money.